small business news, advice, and education. This is Startup BizCast. Welcome, everyone. This is Startup BizCast number 57. I'm your host, Steve Mullen, president of Endgame Public Relations. Startup BizCast is the small business advice podcast that takes less time than your average coffee break. It's produced by BizPods, the corporate podcast production service from Endgame Public Relations. For more information, please visit endgamepr.com forward slash podcasts. This week, we're talking about small business moms, generally stay-at-home moms who are launching small businesses either as a way to supplement other family income or possibly as the sole income in the household. My guest this week has some tips on being a mom and a business owner. She's Pat Kobe, author and co-founder of mompreneursonline.com. I'll have that interview coming up in a moment, but first, let's update small business news in this week's BizCast Brief. The U.S. Senate has approved an extra $107 million in funding for federal small business programs to be overseen by the Small Business Administration. The bill passed through the Senate last week and is on its way to the House of Representatives. It boosts funding for programs that include help for women, veterans, and Native Americans. Speaking of Washington, apparently business owners are unhappy with the folks that work there. 72% of the respondents in a survey by American Management Services believe the U.S. federal government is more concerned about Wall Street and big businesses than they are about us little guys. Finally, there are new choices when it comes to small business laptops. Lenovo, which some years back purchased IBM's laptop business, announced this week they have a new line of small business notebook computers. Features include a glossy cover, wireless networking, an HDMI output, webcam, built-in GPS, and a Blu-ray DVD burner. More on those stories and others can be found in this week's recommended reading, which can be found on the Startup BizCast blog. Let's move on now to this week's Startup BizCast advice segment. A growing portion of the small business world is the small business mom or mompreneur. These are moms who are starting a service or product-based small business to either bring in primary or secondary income to their households. It's a tough balance, though, and this week we have some tips for you. My guest is Pat Kobe, co-author of two books on the subject, Mompreneurs and Mompreneurs Online. She's also co-founder of mompreneursonline.com. It's an educational and community website devoted to small business moms. Pat, thanks so much for joining us this week on Startup BizCast. Thank you. Now, first off, tell us about yourself and about Mompreneurs Online. Well, uh, I started working from home uh, when my older son was born. I had been working as a magazine editor, and I decided I wanted to be more of a stay-at-home mom, but didn't want to give up my career. So I decided to start freelancing, and I um, stayed home with him and then my second son. And I did that for about 15 years. Um, And while I was doing that, uh, I met up with Ellen Parlapiano, who is my partner and co-author on the books, and she was doing the same thing. She had Her kids are a little younger, but she had decided to do the same thing. And we had noticed that there was a big trend happening in our suburban community of women who decided to opt out of the corporate world and try and find something that was more flexible and gave them the opportunity to set their own hours, explore more, uh, you know, career options and that kind of thing. And that's what gave us the idea for our first book, Mompreneurs. When did you launch the website? We launched the website when our second book came out, which was Mompreneurs Online. That came out in 2002. But actually, we actually launched the website in 2003. Previous to that, we had been on iVillage.com, and we were their work-from-home experts. 
So we gave advice on their message boards for about four years prior to launching our own website. Now, you obviously mentioned you've been doing this for some time, working with moms who want to start businesses. Are you seeing more of this these days? Well, it's much easier to do it now than when Ellen and I started out. I mean, we were there before the Internet became a big force. So we were actually, you know, faxing things back and forth when we were writing our books. Email was really in its infancy. And so now with the technology available, a lot more moms are jumping on the bandwagon and trying to find opportunities to work from home or start their own businesses. I mean, it's just so much easier with um, the Internet, creating your own websites, um, having, you know, email to correspond with people, podcasts, uh, webcasts, all kinds of things are available now. And what sorts of businesses are you commonly seeing moms launching, or is there really a common business? Well, there are a lot of uh, moms who go into service-based businesses using some of the skills that they learned in the workplace. And so we're seeing a lot of virtual assistants who are kind of like administrative assistants or take care of some of the office support services that um, small businesses and corporations are outsourcing. And so that's a big um, category. There are also web designers and graphic designers, a lot of those. And then there's the other category of product-oriented businesses. And a lot of moms are inventing products that they see missing in the marketplace. After they become moms and um, see, you know, what it takes to raise a child, and, and they come up with inventive ideas for new products that, um, you know, that are missing. Uh, for example, one of our moms just invented um, a pacifier stuffed animal holder so that you don't lose your baby's pacifier um, and the baby can hold. Let me explain this a little better. It's a, it's a little stuffed animal that the baby, um, you know, holds. It's, it could be attached to the child and the pacifier goes in stuffed animal's mouth so that the child doesn't drop the pacifier all the time. And she saw a need for this because her kids were always dropping their pacifiers on the ground. <laughs> so that's, uh, you know, one example of um, sort of a mom-inspired product. And there are so many others. Another mom uh, on our boards invented a little tray that clips onto a grocery cart. So when you're wheeling your um, kids around the supermarket, you could put snacks in the little tray and they stay occupied while you're shopping. So a lot of the moms that we're currently coming across are inventing these really unique products that are missing in the marketplace. I would have loved to have one of those trays when my kids were younger. They're a little bit old for that now, but I think that would have come in quite handy. Uh, What do you think is the biggest obstacle to moms who want to start their own business? Well, I mean, it depends. If you're starting a product-oriented business, you really have to have some kind of money to get started. I think money is the biggest obstacle. And it's hard for women to get financing. Um, that even though things have improved in the last 10 years, it's still very, very difficult for a woman who hasn't proven herself to get financing. And so you have to either have your own nest egg or you have to have a husband who is, you know, making enough money to invest in this company or you have to max out your credit cards. I mean, if you really are motivated to do this, you have to find a way to make some, you know, have some money there so that you can get the business off the ground. If you're doing a service-oriented business, really the only investment you need is to design a website, uh, maybe buy a few supplies, have an updated computer, and you can really get started. 
but product-oriented businesses, you really have to find a manufacturer. You have sometimes, a lot of the women go overseas because it's much less expensive to manufacture overseas. You have to find a fulfillment house to send out the product to retailers and that kind of thing. What about purchasing a franchise? Uh, say, you know, there's a mom that doesn't really have an invention, uh, doesn't necessarily want to do something like being a virtual assistant or web designer or what have you. What about purchasing a franchise? Yeah, that's an option. Um, we haven't seen too many of them. I mean, franchises can be expensive. There are some that are home business oriented and that are maybe below $10,000 as an initial investment. But um, some of the more popular ones are a little more expensive than that. Um, there are other moms who've gone into direct sales, which is another option. Like, um, you know, Avon is online now. Mary Kay is online. You don't have to go out, out and ring doorbells. I mean, you can actually do it from home and, you know, do direct sales from home. Pampered Chef is another one of the direct sales opportunities. So that's an option that more moms go into than purchasing a franchise. And a franchise can also take you out of the home. I mean, even if you do one of the the kind like um, blinds to go or, you know, one of the home decorating ones, a lot of these moms really want to work flex, you know, around their children's schedules. And so they really want to be at home when the child wakes up from the nap. They don't want to give the child over to, um, you know, a nanny or a daycare center or that kind of thing. And what's the most important thing a mom should know when she's considering starting her own business? Well, I guess um, you have to know when to put a stop to your day. I think that's really important. I mean, it could be 24-7 when you're working from home. And you really have to know when to kind of close the door on your office, even if it's an imaginary door and you don't really have a real office. (laughs) I mean, you might be in a corner of the kitchen, but you really have to learn how to turn it off at the end of the day and pay attention to your family because that's the reason that you're doing this in the first place. I think that's uh, that's good advice for anybody who works at home. I work at home myself, and I, I do have that problem myself. So Yeah, it's a very difficult problem. And the other thing is that a lot of women think they could do it totally without child care. I, you know, nobody wants to turn their child over eight hours a day to a babysitter. <clears throat> Excuse me. But um, once in a while, you do need somebody there to take up the slack. You know, if you have to make important phone calls for maybe an hour, uh, maybe you could exchange childcare with another work-from-home mom or a neighbor or work around a nursery school schedule so that you have a chunk of time when you can really devote to your business. Very good advice all around. Let's wrap this up. Uh, Pat Kobe from Mompreneurs Online, thanks so much for joining us this week. Thank you. Once again, for more information on being a mompreneur or to join a community of fellow small business moms, Check out Pat's website, mompreneursonline.com. There is a link in the show notes for this episode to that website. I'd love to hear from the mompreneurs in the audience this week. What kind of business did you start? What kind of challenges are you facing? Please contact me, and we'll talk more on this topic in a future episode. To leave a voicemail message, please call 206-339-4366. That's 206-339-4366. You can also email info at startupbizcast.com or leave a comment on the blog. That's a wrap for episode 57 of Startup BizCast. Thanks for listening. I'm Steve Mullen. If you enjoyed this episode of Startup BizCast, Please let us know by leaving a review at iTunes, voting for the show at Podcast Alley, 
or giving it a dig at dig.com.